seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit World. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit World. Welcome to episode 94 of The Hopeless Show. I am your host, Rohit Thawani, and here is your other host, your more main host, Aaron Wolf. What up, what up, what up, what up? You know what's crazy? We're six episodes away from episode 100. And when we started this podcast nearly three years ago, it was but a dream that we'd get to this point. Martin Luther King said he had a dream and his dream was way bigger than ours. But we also had a dream. And our dream was to get to episode 100. And we have done it almost. 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 And you know, I think we have officially lasted longer than the average marriage in the United States. Ooh. That's great. Well, I'm talking that's out of my great well, actually, let me quickly Google. How, How long? I'm going to guess the average marriage in the United States lasts five years. Okay, we both are wrong. It's seven to eight years. So we are at this point two and a half years, almost three years. Actually, we're going to do it. We're, we're going to do, do it. We're going to make it yes, to the average, yes. uh, the average marriage life for better or for worse, till death do us part. We're going to do it yeah. for you, for you. Well, actually, we're going to do it for us yes. and for you. This yes, let us not be mistaken. This started off as. Partly a vanity project, um, yeah. but also Aaron. And the other, and partly a vanity project. <laughs> it's like 50% vanity project, the other 50% vanity project. But yeah. um, but the other 50% is Aaron and I have really wanted to collaborate in for a long time. We both are creatives in our individual spaces and spheres. Um, and we decided, why don't we make something creative together? And uh, something that maybe could make other people feel good. Well, we've accomplished. it has partially we probably sort have of. just brought just as much hopelessness as hope but <laughs> <laughs> it's good to talk about it it's good to talk about it and we'll just i just want to news from the bomb shelter quarantine and uh you know everything that's going on right now is one thing i'm going to say and then we'll talk about our to our topic and go right into the show is kanye west everyone's been hearing about it we are not going to give him any space on this show because he doesn't deserve any space. Uh, I don't want to waste my breath on him. So Kanye, go away. You suck. I hate you. And uh, that's all. I don't want to, we don't want to deal with it. And I think it's a good lesson in trying to, and we all can fall for this in one ways, but let's stop idolizing celebrities, musicians, artists, actors, politicians nobody should ever be idolized no like you should just really care about the people that you love and your community um because you know it's it's sometimes even the you know artistic genius like kanye west will really really show who he truly is and that's just you know and it's 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 kind of crazy to see the the repercussions of how people have been dealing with it you know some people in pure anger which is rightful, obviously. Yeah. Other people yeah. are like disappointment and some people are still standing. And and a lot are still standing. And that's why yeah. 
I don't believe anyone at this point. If you if you make Alex Jones look like a sane person, yeah. then you've got to. It's time for people to stop giving him any platform at all. Yeah. I to, mean, that clip was anything. crazy. Watching Alex Jones like, whoa, buddy. Like, <laughs> he's like, dude, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. But that being said, that being said, Kanye West, if you are listening, we would gladly have you on our show. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk Kanye about Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah. If you are, li- if you are listening, me as a Jew, I would gladly talk to you about your anti-Semitism. Yeah. And we'd love to have you on our show. So, um, yeah. And yeah. for all of our listeners, just this is something that we need to keep reminding you. Um, and I don't think you can ever remind us enough. When it comes to bad actors, when it comes to really people that are causing a lot of drama in this world, um, there is no price tag too low for me and Aaron to sell out and interview them. Um, and no, yes, none. we are for sale. Um, so yes, we just want to remind everybody that. And, uh, and we will be bringing in the new year, some, some new guests. We haven't had guests on in a while, but we have some new ones coming up. So excited to bring that. And maybe Kanye West will be one. Kanye, what's up? If you're listening, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you can go, have a platform go. on our channel. Just don't say the horrible yeah. things because we would like to keep the show, so, <laughs> but we want and, new uh, listeners. And speaking of pop culture, our theme today is pop goes the culture because as Kanye and all these, there's so much that's a mess. So we're going to stick to pop goes the culture. Yes, because culture is exploding and it seems like there's IEDs everywhere you step. And our first topic is actually probably one of the most mind filled fields out there. And that is Twitter. Now, (laughs) so as, as if, you know, so, you know, Longer listeners may have, you know, recalled my own personal feelings on the platform, how I feel Twitter in itself was one of the most dangerous platforms, one of the most ruinous platforms for the world, while also being my absolute favorite one and the most fun one. Um, And each week, there just seems to be another development. You know, is this is this the best thing for Twitter? Is this the worst thing for Twitter? You know, where we are, are we giving everybody a voice that way? You know, you have all the everybody out in the open and you can see who is people can really tell you who they are which has its pros and its cons, but at the same time, is this important plot communication tool really going to no longer exist? There was even a scare this past week that Apple may pull Twitter from the App Store. That was later proven to be a salacious, you know, rumor seeded by the media. E- Tim, sorry, uh, Tim Cook hosted Elon Musk at Apple HQ, took him on a tour, they had a great meeting. Tim was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. We were never gonna pull you guys. Just try and get your shit together a little bit. Um, so there's like, there, it, Twitter is just, it's, and I think we've said in this previous episode, in the past, you went on Twitter to talk about the world. Now the world is talking about Twitter. And through all this drama. I said this, yes. and I said this, I think a yeah. couple weeks, I was like, maybe, maybe Twitter. Yeah. This is going to make Twitter bigger. You are absolutely. And Aaron, I want to revisit that. I think that's the part of this topic. I think, again, I'm going to give it to you. You were right. Maybe Twitter's not going away. It's only going to get bigger. Um, and as I've kind of been going through some of my old tweets, just, you know, just casually seeing what they're about. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm looking through at a lot of conversations that are just broken conversations because it's like this account has been deleted. This account has been deleted or you can, you are not available to see the tweets from this account. <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> so I don't well, know why. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm like, just looking back. I'm like, wow, Twitter is toxic. It's always been toxic. 
but now the toxicity is just become the pop culture in itself. And you know, I, my hope in Twitter, even with Elon, like just to, with the Kanye thing, him saying that, um, speech that's inciting violence is not, he can't do it. And so he banned Kanye again. And I agree. It's like free speech to a point. Yep. And if it's inciting violence, speech that incites violence is uh, not a, not acceptable. And he doesn't, I'm glad that he got rid of him. And I think, uh, I think he's, I think Elon's nuts, but it's Twitter is more entertaining than it used to be for oh, me. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree because here's the thing. It's, I think both you and I dabble in chaos a little bit. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. We kind of adore it. And different elements of it, but we both love chaos. And really what's happened is this is, Twitter has turned into, from a reality show where everybody's screaming and fighting, it's turned into Mad Max. And <laughs> I would rather watch Mad Max in the real world any day. Yes. I, uh... <laughs> Mad, I just think thinking of those big trucks yeah. and like Elon steering one of the trucks. Just, He's like going into Charlize Theron and they're like going to have a brawl. <laughs> Charlize and Elon in uh, whatever, what, whatever the newest Matt Max Fury is Road. Fury Road. Brilliant. And I just yeah. pictured them both fighting and all that. So I feel hope from Twitter, even though it's just pure. It's like, it's like now it's like self-effacing in a way which is good instead of it being just serious and everyone takes it all seriously. Like it's not, don't take it seriously. It's a joke. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Laugh. Yes. Yes. And that, I think that's going to transition us right into our sports update because my football team, Rohit has been a laughing stock. See that segue? Mm -hmm. See it? Laugh, laugh, laugh. I like so, it. It's called it. Call the segue. Um, my team, the Dolphins, been my team. There's two things I like in Florida, Disney World and the Dolphins. And they're my two loves. Everything else, eh. But the Dolphins have been a laughing stock in the NFL for, I don't know, way before I was born. And so I finally have hope. The Dolphins feel like this could be the season, I watch all the games. It feels magical. There just seems to be uh, two. I mean, I've never seen a quarterback spread the field like he does, where uh -huh. there's like new random receivers that I'd never heard of all of a sudden, like playing an integral part in a drive or something. It's just, it's a really fun team. But I'm worried that it's all going to collapse and I'm going to be disappointed yet again. And in not this weekend, but the next weekend, we're all we're going to the to the Chargers Dolphins game. Yep, and uh, it's awesome when they don't come here. They don't come to LA that much. I've been to Miami to see them too, but they don't come here that much. But when they come here, it's awesome. It's like every other year, every third year. So um, I just I hope like Tua doesn't get hurt this weekend and he's out and we're screwed. Or, I don't know. I just. I feel hopeless because I, I'm just worried something's going to screw up. Um, if I can help you through this, just I, what I love to set aside is that every year, 31 out of 32 NFL fan braces will be completely depressed because only one is going to win it all. Right. But then you can look, you can look. But I, I'm not even, I don't need us to win it all. I just want us to like get, like win a playoff game. 
I think I think you guys might win. One playoff game would be great. We haven't done that in forever. I mean, you guys still have a shot to win the division. Like, a very, very significant shot to win the division. You have, you're a game, if you win this week, you'll still you'll be continue being going to week 14, tied with the Bills at 9-3. and three. We're in, No, we're, we're in first place because we beat the Bills. Uh, the Bills are a half game ahead of you because they won last night. Right, but if we win this week. Oh, got it, got it, got it, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we have the tiebreaker. Um, and did you play your second game against them yet? No, oh, we yeah. have to do that too. Well, I'm rooting for the Dolphins. I have such a soft spot for them. Um, you know, it's been great to see like Tua like not only beat the odds with his head injuries, but also beat the haters. Um, and he's turned into this high-powered quarterback that is fun to watch. And his story has been great. Coming back from major injuries, like like coming back from all the doubters, like, ah, oh, he's got a noodle arm. And then just transform this offense, working with like one of the most lovable coaches in the NFL with Mike McDaniel, who everybody remembers one year ago, I was like, I want that to be the Giants' next head coach, um, even when he was still hired by the San Francisco 49ers. Um, but I'm happy he went to you guys. I'm also happy with the coach that we got, Brian Dable has been lovely yeah the giants have yeah. done i don't know if they're gonna go anywhere but they're done better than you thought yeah we're so we've lost two in a row we're seven and four um and we've got the commies eagles commies colts vikings eagles in our next final six games um it's gonna be tough we'll it's gonna be we'll tough see. but maybe 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 make the playoffs maybe not. Yeah, we have seven possibly eight players coming back from injury this week um we were down Ooh. 15 starters last week um, against the Cowboys uh, on Thanksgiving, so yeah, it didn't didn't go so well. No, no, we lost by eight, but it felt like we lost by eighty. And <laughs> so, I think getting back to more than half of our players being starters is a good start. Um, we it was a practice squad team. And back to the Dolphins. I like your hope, so thank you. Yeah, it's it, here's the true hope is you guys are gonna. I think. You're definitely making the playoffs. And if anything, you're a team that I think everyone will be rooting for that's not an AFC East fan. Like, the, I think the Dolphins are the lovable team going into the season. It was the Bengals last year, uh, going to this postseason, rather. It was the Bengals last year. It's going to be the Dolphins this year. And look up Jalen Waddle. Look up if you haven't seen it. Just look up, even if you don't like football, look up Jalen Waddle's. His last name is Waddle. And look up his what he does when he scores a touchdown. It's. The best celebration ever. It's adorable. It's adorable. It's just, it's so happy. Yes. So, all right. I feel some hope there. And now we have a debate. Okay. Um, Aaron, are you familiar with uh, a term called human composting? Not really, but I can guess kind of what it is. Yeah. I I don't like it. Yeah. Well, be be prepared because... um, what happened in, in 2019, Washington state became the first state in the U S to legalize human composting, um, followed by Colorado and Oregon in 2021, Vermont just legalized the practice in 2022. And in 2027, California's already approved it. Um, we are going to the state of California. We're going to be one of the many States. It seems like they're mostly on the West coast. Um, that is going to turn human bodies into compost that will then go into our food that we're then going to, uh, into the soil. Wait, so wait a sec. Wait a sec. What, mm-hmm. who, what bodies are going to do this? Um, you can choose to have your body donated. Um, there's even some companies that charge for it to make you feel good. You know, it's like, Oh, it's like $5,000 to have your body, uh, instead of being cremated is turned into compost. It means you you put your corpse into a bin 
and let the worms eat it and then decompose it. And over the course of, I don't know, however many months, it'll turn into um, the sort of nutrients that can then be put into soil, which is really rich in nutrients, um, which will then be you know used for food from apples to corn to whatever, uh, avocados, all that kind of stuff. All right. I... Yeah, so our debate is, is is this good or bad? I'm sorry, vomiting. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, it's fucking cannibalism. (laughs) Okay, I think... Oh, sorry, dude. I, Aaron, okay, Aaron's I, Zoom screen is covered with just dripping streaks of vomit. Okay, let me hold it together for a second. Oh, oh, okay, I think I have a break. Okay, so what's your question? Um, is this a good thing, this environmentally oh. friendly uh, human composting? Oh, hell no. This is so <laughs> disgusting. And the, this, is, oh. this is the most disgusting. Can I give this you some arguments for disgusting. it and then maybe it'll help change your mind? Because I'm actually not sure where I stand right now. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, they say that each year, uh, 5.3 million gallons of fluid like formaldehyde, methanol, and ethanol are buried each year. Caskets and burial vaults are also resource intensive, requiring 30 million board feet of wood and nearly 2 million tons of concrete, steel, and other materials. Um, wildfires, extreme drought, record heat waves, or minus that climate change is real and must do everything to reduce methane and CO2 emissions. Um, I agree that, like, and I actually think, so I plan on getting cremated when I die, which is hopefully not soon. But I also, I think that actually, and correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron, with Jewish burials, I don't believe you put all the embalming stuff into the bodies, right? And then the body is wrapped in a white cloth and put in a compostable wooden box. Is that correct? Or is that is that more specific? No, it's specific to some okay. pieces. You can kind of do whatever you want. Okay, in got my, it. In my, my, in Reformed Judaism. Got it. But you know what you, know what you shouldn't do? What? <laughs> you should So Aaron. You shouldn't, you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> 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 You shouldn't become uh, part of the soil. Yeah. I mean, so Aaron, what happens then in 2027 when this is fully in effect in California's produce, California produced produce? By the way, if you, by the way, you know, right now, if you buy Washington based produce, uh, there's a very solid chance that, or, or anything, Oregon, that it has um, a human compost in it because it's not labeled. So here's, I have a solution for this. Yes. And I'm going to petition when I'm governor in 2026. I'm going to petition to have, you know how they have the organic and the regular, and I never know what's what. Yeah. It doesn't taste any different. Correct. But they just put organic and it's more expensive. In this case, I want them to put human and not human. Yes. I'm- and I am going to buy all the not human and I will pay more money for the not human apples. I will too. I mean, first, I'm even grossed out. Like, if you've ever, I don't know if have you ever drank, well, you've been to San Francisco and have you ever gone to a restaurant and just like, oh, I'll just have tap water? Always. Yeah. Well, you know what's in the tap water. They, what San Francisco has, they, they recycle human waste. They do the waste treatment plants and they like triple, quadruple, hour filter, UV filter. What you're actually drinking is recycled sewage and a significant part of the water supply there. And it's, they say it's cleaner than any other thing. It's like, but yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. 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 I don't know. There's something about San Francisco and poop. They seem to go oh. really well together in every situation. <laughs> it just... Okay, can we move on? Yeah, I think we should. So anyway, in terms of the debate, um, good or bad, where do you, oh, I'm, I'm assuming... You, I'm just disgusted. <laughs> like, I think the solution is that you have to label shit, and if it's... And just put human and not human, and I'm going to buy the not human. Yes. Like, I'm not... I'm not really into yes. into this. I think we both end up on the same side of the debate. I would rather eat highly processed chemical based stuff than human remains that are turned into soil in my food. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my god, that was tough. Yeah. That was okay. Well, let's go on to an even tougher subject because <laughs> that was hard. Uh, and for our listeners out there, um, I'm just cleaning up the vomit. It's a lot. <sighs> Whoo! Well, topic two for me, my my topic is Indiana Jones five and the Dial of Destiny. Rowett, did you watch the trailer? Oh, you bet I did. So, here's my hope and hopelessness. Start with the hopelessness. No, go whichever okay. way you like. Tell your story. All right. Well, Indiana Jones is my I think favorite like series or whatever they're like where there's a lot of movies what is it called trilogy but there's four so it's like my favorite I've watched as a kid I watched these on on uh, on TV like so I know all the movies basically by heart they're just the best and even the fourth one a lot of people didn't like it I still loved it even like the end was stupid but I just and Harrison Ford I just these movies um, are the best. And and I watched this new trailer and I just like got chills. It was just so crazy and there was just so much going on. And there's Harrison Ford at his different ages and it all looks crazy. And, and he has like some great one-liners just in the trailer. And I my hopelessness is that it's going to disappoint because I have so much hope for it. And I'm like, it comes out June 30th. I'm going to be there June 30th that night watching this movie in like IMAX or whatever, wherever the best place is. And I just like my, and it's the last one. My hope is so high that this movie is going to be just incredible. And I just don't want to be disappointed. Like the countdown is ticking already. I'm the, it's the movie I'm most excited about in a long, long time. I'll give you my take on it is I didn't understand the trailer. I was like, and I was so confused and I know there's gonna be a lot of deep fake type stuff where they're taking, you know, they're using computer uh, AI uh, animation to sort of, you know, make everybody look younger over, you know, you put one actor, but you put somebody else's face over that may be dead and just, you know, I think that there, I think that that stuff is cool. I still think it's going to hit Uncanny Valley. And then I'm like, it, honestly, the trailer, I couldn't make any sense of what the plot might even be. I have no clue. It was to me, it was just jumping around a lot of time frames. And I was like, please tell me there's not time travel. Because when it talks about like the dial, what's the name of the dial of, of destiny, the dial of destiny. And I kept thinking of Hermione's time turner in the Harry Potter series that she used to sort of t- jump around time. And 
and that's immediately where my brain went. And I was like, Oh God, if there's time travel here, I'm going to be really unhappy. So this, I, well, I don't, so I think this trailer was just, it's just, it's an early, early trailer. It's just a hype trailer. It was just, which it, you know, as I'm sure a zillion people watched it. Sure. And it's, uh, I think it was just a hype trailer. And for me, it had all the, the pieces. It just had all the moments with like, we know there's Nazis. We know there's like bad guys. There's a new girl in it. There's uh he's a weathered old indie. And he's also like, a, you know, there's, it's gonna, it's gonna, ha- there's gonna be, I think there's just gonna be flashbacks. I think it's gonna take place later. And then there's gonna be flashbacks to show why we're at the place we are later. But I don't think this was meant to be understood. This was just meant to, get people hyped and then there will be another trailer that probably drops in a few months that'll be like oh i kind of get what it's about but also i don't want to know much i I don't want a trailer yeah, that says okay, too I, much okay i'll give you that and also it's great I, like i love phoebe waller bridge or is a bridge waller i think we've have never settled this yet in our no i don't know what her but I she's forget. in it she's awesome she's good yeah um, and uh i think was sala in the trailer too i don't know who's sala He's from other indies. What's his name? Um, let me look. The guy, we see the guy that um, played Doc Ock in Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Yeah, he is. He's that. Yeah, he's in it. Okay. That he's, guy, yeah. he's the, but in Indiana Jones, he's Sully. He's his buddy. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. In all the Indiana it's, Joneses. Yeah, it's been so long since I saw John Reese davies Oh, that's not who I was He's in the trailer. And like that got me hyped. Oh. I just was making sure it was the same actor. John Reese davies um, you know, is Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yes, exactly. Yes. But I got him confused with, um, what is the actor? Uh, what movie did I just say he was in? Oh, yeah. Doc Ock Spider-Man actor. Um, his name is. Oh, that's Oliver. Uh, that's uh, Alfred uh, Molina. Alfred Molina. Exactly. Oliver. Platt. It wasn't Alfred Molina in Indiana Jones, like in the Temple of Doom. No, maybe. No, he's younger. John Reese Davies is who you're thinking of. Like, this Got is it. the guy. Um, Sala. He's like, he helps Indy. Oh, Alf- Alfred Molina was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. He was? Yeah. How, how young? Was, what did he? What was he in it? Uh, he was at the Adios Senor. Like, in the, it looks like uh, when Indy was like doing the little swap in the beginning of the movie. Um, oh, that's Alfred Molina. Yeah, that guy. Yep, in just that first scene. Uh huh. And then he dies. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. That's what got him his start. Yep. I didn't know that because um, he got fat. So I didn't realize he's skinny in that. Yeah, scene. he got fat and old. Like, what a bum. Why would you? Like, yeah, loser. If you're in the Indiana Jones movie, why would you decide to get fat and old? Like, what is your problem? Harrison Ford didn't get fat. He's old, but he didn't get yeah. fat. Yeah, it's just. I mean, make and it. this movie's taken forever to make because he uh, keeps crashing. He's planes do, still in a doing, sense. yeah, and he's doing his own stunt still, and he got hurt. Yeah, because he's eighty. I feel that happens in every damn movie he shoots. Um, he gets hurt a lot, and he almost yeah. died. He fly, He's a he's an event. He's kind of like a real life indie. He does adventurous stuff. Yeah. Well, I I just I hope this I hope this delivers. Um, that's really it. I just I f- really need this movie to be great and it doesn't have to be actually great i just need it i need to feel it's great yes i think that it'll be great for diehard indie fans but i think it's going to be overall probably like a not well received movie but 
if I can bring you hope is I'll be watching it with you in the theaters. Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. We're going to go and and you know what it is going to do? No matter what, make a lot of money. Yeah. That's a guarantee. They know no matter what product. Oh, I do have the James Mangold, the uh, the director, did two movies I love, Ford versus Ferrari and Logan. Oh, and those are two excellent wow. films. Those are great so that's, movies. So that's good hope. And Steven Spielberg handpicked him to do this. So okay. that well, gives me hope, too, because I love those movies. Those are two great movies. That actually gives me an insane amount of hope. So, all right. So we're pumped. Indiana Jones. We're going to talk about this more in the months leading up to it because it is I'm just I can't wait I, I want to be crying at the end of the movie I hope I am yes because, because it's, it's sad, sad not because it's bad no because it's sad or just because it's over this is over finally yeah. but five movies in a series is plenty and then we just rewatch them I still rewatch them all the time I watched all of them during COVID so uh, alright let's go to Hope in 60 because we're running out of time here we're bringing you a, a wham pack pam 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 show so let's do uh, two Hope and 60s. Let's got it. All right, you are up first. I'm going to start the timer. And oh, that's calculator. Sorry. And stopwatch. And go. All right. Newt Gingrich, the conservative guy. What did he used to be? Whatever he used to be. He's like Speaker of the House. Like Speaker of the House. Ago. There we go. Yeah. And, um, and he actually said something smart, which made me feel like, am I losing my mind? He said, quit underestimating President Biden. Conservatives' hostility to the Biden administration tends to blind us to just how effective Biden has been on his terms. And it made me feel, whoa, I agree with Newt Gingrich. Give me hope. Well, I think the hope is that there is still a bit of sanity like left and yes, it's probably some of the older guard. Yeah, I think you have the old Republicans versus the newer ones, uh, which have gone a little bit off the deep end. Um, so I think in terms of the neocon kind of agenda, I think there's still some that will be able to cross the aisle. New Gingrich is one of the, the older guys from the McCain era that was like, I think. That's true. You know, and he, I think, wor he worked with Biden. Yep. And I think there's still some of that. It's if you're ever going to call upon previous people you might have disagreed with, but at least they were there to do some bipartisan stuff. Now's the time to start digging out those old bones. All right. I feel hope that I, cause it's like, Oh, sane com commentary. That's good. Yeah. Uh, all right. I feel hope. <laughs> Don't get used to it. But, no, yeah. but at least there's one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. I'm up. Okay. Uh, we may have talked about this in the past, but I want to provide, provide a development. So Delta is one of the many airlines, but especially Delta, that is going to be scaling back access for lounge access um, for uh, passengers. Now, if you are a first-class passenger, um, domestically, you don't get into the lounge unless you have an Amex Platinum card. Um, if you are an international first-class Delta, uh, first-class passenger, there's not a guarantee you'll get in. Um, and they also are charging now, I think, it's going to be $900 or $1,000 a year just for lounge access um, if you want to pass if you're a frequent traveler. Um, they will sort of hook up the Delta Diamond people with the discount on it. But this is just a symbol that lounges are really hard to get into. I took way, way too much time. How do you reconcile that for travelers? That um, simple. I don't go to lounges much and because uh, I'm one of the Po folks. Uh oh, that was bad. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't meant maliciously. But no, uh, but I'm uh, I'm <laughs> I'm uh, 
I'm one of the guys who just goes to the restaurant bar and gets food and talks to the people, the regulars. And uh, I enjoy it. So I like, I, I don't need lounge access. I am fine going to the, the regular bar, getting some salad and some, I don't know, some a cocktail or whatever and just watching sports and chilling. I like, I actually enjoy doing that. But where do you get your caviar then? <laughs> I bring it in my shoe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, oh, they have like all these snacks and it's like, yeah, none of the riffraff, you know, they got comfortable seats. If you got a three hour layover, you can just charge, plug in, you know, close your eyes. Just get food. be, be one of the regulars. Enjoy it for a little bit. I like it. And I've, I've struck up some great conversations with travelers before. See, that's the difference between you and me. You're okay with striking out those conversations. I'm like, I'm you want to avoid gonna... all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only want to talk to my friends. Well, or our listeners, in case they do come up to us. In case, well, I hope I gave you a little hope. Come when next time we go somewhere together, uh, I'll I'll give you a tutorial. Okay, okay. Uh, yes, teach me how to be with the normal people. <laughs> um. And uh, all right. So I hope you got a little hope. I did. I did. It's, you know, people like you are available outside of lounges, which means it's probably okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably okay. I mean, it depends on how okay. It, I won't get sick or some, anything. Some of what, right? some of, some of what I, should... I just said, people might judge. But I didn't <laughs> mean it like that. It was a quote from a movie. But uh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to our submission because uh, we've got to wrap it up today. So we have... A submission, uh, it was directed to me from Al Capone, not like Al Capone. It's like Al K-I-P, Capone, maybe, Capone, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's, yeah. It's not Al Capone, like the famous gangster. It's not spelled like that. Um, Capone. Anyway, he wrote me, fuck off bagel bender. So I got this, and... I wanted to see, I didn't know, I had a hunch what bagel bender meant, but I've never heard the phrase before. So I looked it up in urban dictionary and it's like a, it's like saying the word kike. It's a bad, it's like a, uh, it's like a derogatory thing toward Jews. Jesus. And, uh, so wrote, you know what? I'm going to answer Al Capone. Pony, whatever. I mean, it's fun. Before you do, I just want to say yeah. that it's crazy that that's a slur. Because I always thought like a kippa is is the um the yamaka, right? Right. Um. So I thought it was a reference to that. Um. And then I looked up kipponi, k i p p o n e. Um. And one of the top results is a um. It's a really cute um primary school in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> With like, you know, a really diverse multicultural school. So very unfortunate that that's also a slur. It's K- their, their school is K-I-P-P-1. Well, that's his name. Yeah. His oh, name his is name. Al Capone. Oh, I thought it was, like, it was like a pseudonym. No, that... Al, it's, that's his real, this is a person. I forget where he's from. Oh, okay. I um, thought it was like a, I thought it was like a screen name. Oh, gotcha. I do know. He's from uh, Dayton, Ohio, which is actually where my, uh, where my grandma was born. So yeah, he's from Dayton, Ohio. And, uh. So yeah, the, the bagel bender thing. And so I just want to answer it. Um, hatred toward any culture or religion has no place in our pop culture, 
in our society, in our space. It doesn't even have, we've had a lot of crazy submissions, but it doesn't even have a space to warrant a real response on this show. It's, it's low, it's pointless, it doesn't get anyone anywhere. It doesn't rile me up, Al Capone. It doesn't rile me up, it makes me feel sad for you that you have that kind of just unwarranted hate in your bones. And I only pray and hope that you get help because that kind of stuff just has no space in our in our society. And um, it doesn't make me mad, it makes me feel sad for you. So that's, I think, my response. Oftentimes when people hate um, a group or they hate types of people, I think, Al, you kind of got to wonder, like, what is it that you hate about yourself? Because yeah. that's often, I mean, like, bro, like, look inside, man. Like, that's, like, Jewish people aren't doing anything to you. They're literally just existing. Like, every other race, every other religion. Like, people are just trying to We're get just living. by, man. They're scrolling on Twitter, liking funny things, telling jokes to their friends, watching their favorite shows eating food sometimes all right i'm gonna eat some crazy stuff tonight but i gotta make up for it i gotta work out oh i love this song like everybody has their favorite foods favorite songs everybody poops everybody laughs everybody cries for the most part people are good and and don't judge people based on immutable traits you know we can't or religions. we can't no like, we have no based yeah. ju- fine if you want to judge people based on their actions go right ahead um, but yeah, man, it's, it, it, this is just, dude, Al, like you're mad. What, I'm not going to justify your madness, but dude, look inside before spreading it outside. Amen. And, uh, and now we're, we're going to end it on a uh, positive note. You have a hope fulfilled. I do. I do. And I think it was really great news that, um, the federal, uh, same sex, a federal same sex bill, uh, passed Senate after a bipartisan, uh, agreement. Um, and it looks like same-sex marriage is on the way to being federally protected um, in this country, which is long overdue. And I think sets, I mean, there, you know, gay marriage has been happening for over 10 years in most states or in many states, but the, it needs to be federally recognized. Um, and I'm happy that people um, who can marry whoever they want and it's nobody else's business and it that's protected. So... That was a very positive thing for me this past week. I couldn't agree more. And the bipartisan part is beautiful. And uh, Mitt Romney said something good. He said, well, it's not part of my religion and it's not something I believe in. I'm not one to tell other people in this country how they should or shouldn't be. And um, I want everyone to have free and equal rights. And um, that was a summary of his quote, obviously. But I just... I. I wish and I hope and I feel that maybe, maybe this is one of the starts. There was also the rail thing, the train uh, bill that Biden passed that was bipartisan. These bipartisan moments are are so good for our country. And this marriage equality thing to see that at least some people on both sides are actually doing something that's just right and just is, is where our country can can head back to a place that I think is uh, is much more full of hope and prosperity. Yeah, that's great. It's a solid, solid way to go into the end of the year. Let's hopefully nothing else 
nothing crazy happens. Let's ride this high for, we got another three weeks or, you know, let's just try and hopefully, you know, have nothing that can just cause us more hopelessness, but this is a bit of hope, but you know what? Even if bad things happen, Aaron and I will be here, um, you know, every week to bring you that hope. And thank you all for listening. And until next time, uh, I'm going to be hopeful. Stay hopeful and everybody please like and subscribe. No, that's YouTube. Please leave us, <laughs> please leave us positive ratings and tell give your us stars. Give, give us stars. Give us stars and write Reddit. reviews for us. Write reviews. Give our podcast this holiday season as a gift to your yes. friends. Aaron and I do this for free for you. So if you want to throw us some love on the com, you know, on some shares, it's great. Or or some comments or whatever, it's great. Wrap us in a box and say Santa delivered us. Yes, yeah, so it goes back to that two dicks in a box joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're ending it right there. Okay, goodbye. goodbye. When the world seems gold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show with Aaron and